Hello and welcome back to the Advocate for Kids podcast. My name is Kevin Enders. I'm the president and CEO of Four Kids, and we're excited that you joined us for season three. We're going to do a series of conversations with our Epic Therapeutic team around connecting with our kids. And as we get ready for this summer season, we thought it would be a great time to spend some time talking about different ways that we can connect with our children over the summer. And so uh, for this episode, I'm going to welcome uh, Linda Lukasik to the conversation. Welcome, Linda. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, our TBRI program that we use is just wonderful, and I'm so happy to share anything with our parents for this busy summer. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great conversation. So we're going to talk about um, what we have we we had in the past. We call Epic Camp. So it's an intensive camp that um, we have at different times, and there's some great things that happen at Epic Camp. I've heard some amazing stories over the years. So we're going to just going to talk with Linda, uh, who's really an expert on Epic Camp about some practical tips, some different things that work that we think, you know, you can um, use with your children uh, directly over the over the summer season. So we're going to start off by talking about um, asking Linda to share like Epic Camp. So what are some of the goals? Like if you said, okay, when we go into the camp, here's some of the things we're trying to achieve over Epic Camp. Yes, absolutely. I do want to just preface that, that we use the TBRI model, which is the trust-based relational model that's all over our our uh, <laughs> four kids website that we'll share with you later. Yep. But one of the biggest things is we're, we're heavy on attachment-focused and sensory-rich mm. programs, and the whole, the whole camp is, set, is structured that way yep. because it's an intense dive into a day with a child and then it sticks because we do it over and over and over again with different methods. As parents, you're with them day after day after day. So we're really hoping if you take some pieces of the core foundation of what you should be thinking about every time you think, okay, another day. Connection, definitely safety is important. And what we call empowering that child, and that's where parent training doesn't really teach us how to do that, mm. but we do it all the time. So I'm hoping to get to some of that. And then, of course, correction. You know, how do we regroup these kids back in to do the things that we want them to do in a playful way? Mm. So for those of you um, that maybe never heard of TBRI before, I'm wondering if some of the people that are listening don't know what that means. It means trust-based relational intervention amazing modality in the clinical um, environment. It's just the foundation, building trust, building connection. And that's what this summer series is all about, is building connection. And so those are some great uh, outcomes that you talked about. I, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about, I know there was uh, some time spent in Epic Camp um, helping children also to regulate themselves, yes. right? Learning skills that they can apply Absolutely. to their own lives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, What's so important is having structure, even built in. We built the whole camp on structure. Mm -hmm. And why that's important is part of connection means the child feels safe. A child feels safe when they know the schedule. They know what's happening. We do transition work with them. We don't just say, time to leave. We, mm -hmm. we have transitions that we do with them. Connection is really about understanding who that child is and being aware of where he is in space and time. We teach, we literally dysregulate that child through play. We have what we call crash and bump, but this is just an everyday life of a child. He's outside playing on the swings and then all of a sudden it's dinner. 
But with our kids, because they have some what we call relational trauma, the only way they're going to heal is with a relational person knowing trauma-informed care and using simple tools to get them back re-regulated. So we, every day was a different regulation skill because it's not cookie cutter. You can't just learn blow bubbles and teach them how to blow bubbles, and that's going to work with every child. We had a teenage camp that we did the very same thing that we did for a five and six and seven-year-olds. And guess what? We had miraculous stories come out of that. So this will work with any child. And it's all about being aware. If they've been outside too long, it's time for a break. It's time to bring them in and establish maybe a coloring time or maybe a structured event that's going to bring them down. Mm. It's interesting. If you tuned into a previous episode where you're talking about high or low sensory transitions, yes. you know, connecting, yes. it's it's all connected, right? It's getting to know your children individually. Again, that came up previously as well. It's not a cookie cutter approach. No. Every child uh, has made it in the image of God, but they're all different and they're all unique. Yeah. And, well, and that's teaching, biblical too. Teaching our parents it. skills that can help to learn, right? Yeah. It's really about learning and understanding yeah. and, um, having some of those practical things available in your toolkit as a parent. Yes. Yes. And that what I loved about camp is we put our parents through the training also. Right. And they were part of the camp. So we prepared the kids. We had a buddy with them all day long. So this was something that that's what we call it intensive. Right. And, but with that, when a child deregulated, we would go right into our toolbox of what would you like to learn? And even just simple things like take a couple deep breaths, uh, sit down and pull up your chair, try to lift your chair while you're sitting in it. Uh, all of these things are tools. You have to know your child. But when you really learn about sensory dysregulation, that's usually what's happening is that your child is so excited, he's overstimulated, so you want to help them get back down. We we do a lot on identifying their feelings. You know, I come from an era where, you know, uh, you're okay. Didn't talk about yeah, it. we didn't talk about feelings, yeah. but it's important for them to even understand that they feel this way. Is it okay? Or how do they get back to where they want to be? Yeah. One thing that's interesting is parents don't realize that they don't like when they have a tantrum. They don't like that. They want to do better, but everything is usually so high end. They don't know how. So we helped with seeing it coming. Yeah. And that's where transitions. And even I, I look at the summer and if you're going away, make sure it's on a calendar, make sure you're showing them how many more mm, days to go. Nice. Uh, if you're not going away uh, during COVID, we came up with great things. Have an obstacle course in your backyard or have the kids get very involved in what they would like to see in an obstacle course, running through a tube. They have these mm-hmm. tubes you run through and then you do a hula hoop, have races. The whole thing on connection is that you do it with them. Yeah. You know, we're losing that thing of if you feel you can't do it, they don't care. They love it. If dad tries to fit through a tube and he can't, <laughs> it's okay. You right. know, he tried. And that connection is all about not watching your child do it, doing it with him. Yeah, I love what Linda just said. There's a a lot of diamonds in what she just spoke about. But um, one that I'd like to just highlight is the issue of of parenting and and your point that we work with the parents, not just the child. And a lot of us as parents were brought up like in an era, like you said, don't talk about your feelings. You know, there was not an environment 
you know, um, like there is today as we're growing and maturing, but um, helping parents to understand the trauma that they're carrying. Because it's like, I think about the airplane, put your mask on first before you help the child. It's the same kind of principle. Like we as parents have to, and, and what I'm so proud of our team um, is that it, it's, it's the family, it's yes. parents and children. It's not one or the other. It's, mm-hmm. it's both. And uh, just great to hear that. I'm, I'm so proud of everyone and what they're doing. So I'm going to transition to ask you a question about, okay, so we kind of got an idea of what the camp is about. Beautiful. Um, if you can think about three practical principles or activities from camp. And then you just kind of mention a few, maybe an obstacle course of this and that, that, that maybe again, as parents that are listening for the first time, repetition is helpful. Um, what are, what are some practical activities or um, key principles that maybe you could give to parents today on this podcast that they could put into their toolkit for the summer? Um, I, I would definitely make sure that it's something that they're connecting with that is playful. Okay. You know, uh, even if it's just taking a walk and picking flowers or go, we have so many trails in Florida that just taking them out on a trail, because what's important about regulation is what I said, exercise the body, but then calm it down. They can then go home and put the leaves in, in, a, in a press or keep them or draw pictures. We don't do basics anymore. Again, wow. I go back to the past, but... Uh, I have to just mention one thing. You know, we used to do a lot of time out, and I always think where, you know, the kid goes away and he's not going to be with you. Our Lord and Savior, no matter what we do, where is he? He is with us through that. So our message is find ways to have a child that has, has done something that was not appropriate. You deal with that behavior, but then always let them know you love them unconditionally, and let's try again tomorrow. Because that leaves the child's brain in, I'm okay, I messed up, but I'm still okay. Our kids have a very fast, all of our kids nowadays, you know, summer is summer. And structure, they had high structure in uh, school, but now there's not a lot of structure. So for one tip is make sure you're balancing structure and nurture together. Mm -hmm. That might sound hard. But it really isn't when you think about it. Another example is how many of us don't do picture books anymore, memory books. You go on a vacation, come home, put it in a little, put, because that's the biggest connection. They have the connection for the rest of the day. At camp, we taught life value terms. We call it a basic we do a lot of lecturing sometimes and that goes in one ear and out the other. So we had short phrases like gentle and kind, but we repeated that a lot of times saying we taught children how to not be gentle and kind. That would be an example. You saw somebody maybe be rough with each other and you would just shout the words gentle and kind, but you're not lobbing a scream response that bursts the child's brain back into fear we try to settle the fear. That might be a little detailed there, but it's so powerful on just structure and nurture at the same time. Yeah. Find ways to do that. I love I love the idea about the picture book, right? It's like we do take trips and now everything's digital and everything's on our phone. We We've lost this amazing thing about capturing those memories. In fact, it's interesting the time I had a text from a, a a kid that was my best friend growing up and he sent me a picture from 36 years ago yesterday. Um 
he, he was one of those kids, and this is going back a long time, take pictures and just has a lot of memories and he just scrolls through them. And just by him sharing that with me last night and me being able to share it with my family was so amazing, the yes. connection and the depth of that relationship. So I love that. That's a real practical because, you know, hopefully people get away. And even if it's local, you take a, a walk or a journey and a local trip, take some photos, get those printed out, put them in a book. Develop a memory book of this summer. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And your thing too that you mentioned about connection and nurture reminds me of a series we went through as foster and adoptive parents years ago with Dr. Karen Purvis from TBRI Institute. And, you know, um, the idea of a time in versus a time out. Yes. You know, and and I just, I can remember so many of these things where she would do these things practically in these videos and it just felt so unnatural because your nature is to say, oh, go on a time out. You know, and that, that may be just a practical tip that, you know, because, you know, you'll have situations this summer where you're faced with that. And instead of doing a timeout, just think of a time in, bring that child close to you, say, you know, um, correct them. Like you said, there's connection. So make the connection, give them a little correction. Let's try that again. Yes. I can see Dr. Purvis doing this yes. and giving that child another chance. And, and the, the bond that's built through that as opposed to taking a child who's already faced detachment trauma and, and saying, no, go away. And like, don't, don't do that. It's not going to help. It's, it's just that beautiful picture of, of connecting. Yes. So many of time we've sat two two not even two inches away from our child and just say, when you're ready, you can let me know what just happened. Yeah. I'd like to kind of end our conversation talking about this idea of connection and just to let you speak into that a little bit. Again, um, I've learned so much from you and from our team, um, from our content that we share, just some of these things we talk about at Epic Camp, some of the goals, some of these activities. Uh, can you just, just share a minute or two, just the importance of this connection and what's happening in the brain, what's happening in a child, even in the parent. You know? Yeah, even in the, exactly, yeah. because connection is being with it's looking into their eyes, using a soft voice. And when you think about that, you're more attentive when you're listening to a speaker that you enjoy. Anything you do in life, you're not going to go to a, a seminar and someone's yelling at you and you're going to be bonded. Uh, it's, it's that simple that your connection is all about being with and helping that child through. So it's, it's always making sure eye contact. You can play funny games with that. Staring contests, can, you can start with that. Mm -hmm. Funny, like, I can't see your eyes. Are they green today? Are they purple today? And that's what they do. They, they, but that literally sends what we call uh, oxytocin into the brain, which is what we call a love hormone. I won't get so neuroscience on you, but it's a literal chemical that God designed for relationships. He says, we all have to be in relationship with him and with each other. So it's not unusual that he wants us to be connected to our children with that kind of feeling that they're getting. And uh, it is an actual chemical reaction. And we all remember when we were first in love, what that felt like. That's oxytocin. But we can get that back anytime with just your story. Yeah. You know, you right away went back to your how much you had fun with him. You knew him. It felt good because it's a chemical reaction. Yeah. Linda's taught me a lot about looking into people's <laughs> eyes since I've been here and, and making that connection. So this conversation get got really personal for me because um, she's helped me navigate that as 
as a CEO and leader, people that always want my attention, but just yes. the importance of just, you know, focusing on the person that's in front of you and looking them in the eyes and just, you know, um, letting them know that they matter. It's really, really powerful. So, um, I don't know if I have any closing thoughts, but we covered all the content. Uh, it's a great conversation about what we call Epic, you know, an intensive camp, some principles, some key outcomes, some just practical tips that uh, you can use this summer as you're getting ready for summer and you're hearing this, um, you know, spending a lot more time with your kids, hopefully taking a vacation or some time, building memories, um, building connection and helping children to heal and, and really to be able to thrive and, um, and step into all that God created them to be. So once again, thank you, Linda, so much for joining us today. It was an amazing conversation about Epic Camp and how some of these practical principles, key outcomes, and tools can be helpful for families um, as they're getting ready to navigate summer. And um, well, I, I know for me, it was a huge blessing. So thank you for um, all that you shared today. And again, thank you all for joining us throughout this really special season dedicated to connecting with your kids. Um, if you haven't already, you can check out our show notes and there's a lot of links throughout all these um, podcasts that can help you get connected. I think we're talking about connection. So follow those links, follow those show notes, get connected, get some more information um, we're here as a resource for you. We want to help you guys, um, not only as, as parents, children, but as a family unit to thrive this summer. And again, we pray that you are blessed. Thank you again for joining us.